Well, you know, it seems to me we have actually lost our sense of style during the pandemic, the long pandemic. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, stretch pants. <laughs> Uh, now that restaurants and social venues are opening up again, ladies, it's time to get reintroduced to yep. regular pants uh, in your closet and your makeup vanity. Because yeah. We're going out again, ladies. Oh, thank goodness. I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, for motivation today, we've got a repeat. And yeah. Charisse Jordan Moore is going to help us all step up and stand out. Shall we? List. We shall. Hey, welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and your style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. Put on your headset and join us as we talk about all the things that come up for us that affect our confidence and our zest for life. Hello, Linda. We are oh. waiting for Sharice to join us. We are going to talk with the most fabulous Sharice today. Yes, we are. I'm very excited. I know, me too. We'll have this a is... third voice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We don't want people to get tired of our two voices. No, no. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit while we're waiting. And I know you got a chance to talk a few minutes with Sharice on your own before I did. Yes, I did. And see, you know, I got up to go to the bathroom and that's what, you know, a, a woman loses. Great conversation. <laughs> Well, Sharice, you know, even though I've known her for a couple of years uh, in our style group, our Style Your Way to Success in your second act yes. group uh, on Facebook, there are things I don't, I just didn't know about Sharice. So I can't wait for her to join us and I tell know. us a little bit about her background. I know you because, told you told me you weren't going to give ruin any surprises. That's right. And guess who's joined us? Hi, Sharice. Hi, how are you all doing? <laughs> we are We're good. Great. I am excited about having you with us. This is really going to be fun. And yeah. I, you guys have been teasing me about some of your background and your story. So <laughs> I don't know. Should we just jump right into that? I think so. So Sharice Jordan-Moore is joining us from Baltimore. Is that right? That's right. Baltimore, the city Maryland. of Baltimore, Maryland. Very cool. And... You know, Sharice, like I said, has been a member of our Style Your Way to Success in Your Second Act Facebook group for several years. And, um, you know, Lisa and I just fell in love with you immediately. And I just wanted you to share a lot your background with us so that Lisa and I kind of, you know, we just we meet you and we just don't know where you've been. We know you right. now, but we just don't know your background. So tell us a little bit about what you've been doing the last 30 or 40 years. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> in, a little in, bit. in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, I can go quickly. First of all, yeah. I've come full circle because I was born in Baltimore, but um, I lived most of my life in Chicago and um, went to college there. 
um, have worked in primarily um, government work, political actually, um, for Chicago Alderman, um, moved to doing social justice work. specifically which is um, my passion so I've been an organizer for a number of issues on um, racial justice and economic justice Um, worked in a national organization where I traveled a lot um, around the country organizing clergy and labor groups which is where I met my husband who is from Baltimore and relocated to Baltimore when we got married um, we met in New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina, and wow. so our yeah. anniversary actually is next um, week after next, February 16th. Been married for 13 years. And Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Val- right around Valentine's Day. Yes. That was good. Right, and so um, I had um, an illness in 2012 and became disabled slash retired, um, and um, have been focusing most of my passion for social justice work um, through my church. So, Isn't that amazingly so it is. I didn't it, know it, that. And, but you know what, Sharice? It sort of, it all shows up in the Facebook group. It really does. Just with your style and who you are, it kind of makes sense now that yeah. I know a little bit more about your background. I'm like, yeah, how empowering. I love that. And don't you think, um, Cherise, that you need that inner confidence and you need it to show up on the outside to organize people and, you know, yeah. get them to listen to you and follow you, follow your directions. That's and what I, I always think of organizers. So you've, you've been doing this a long time. Right. And absolutely, as a teenager and young girl, I would not say that I was confident. And I had to learn to like, but there's things I wanted to do, right? So I had to learn to fake it until you make it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. That's like my favorite phrase because we do that. Everyone has to do that. It's just, we're giving ourselves permission. We always thought we were fooling people. No, no, no. You're faking it till you make it. Do you really like get the experience those 10,000 hours? You exude confidence now. Have you always had that confidence? To well, Linda, you you had a great question. I want you to ask that. Yeah, you know uh, about her style. I just, I mean, as we've gotten to know Sharice, and Sharice, I'm very sorry, but your mom apparently died at at the age of 53, which I think is way too early. So young. And yes. but you had kept saying that she was an, a style influencer to you and she was very petite and you are five foot ten so Mm -hmm. you know I just thought that was fascinating and I would love to know how because Lisa and I talk about our moms a lot and how our moms really influence the way we show up yes I really miss my mom and yes she was born much too early yeah so yes I am a tall daughter of a short mother and so I have lots of practice <laughs> of taking things off of top shelves for people and <laughs> oh. my mother um she was just traditionally kind of beautiful my mother was um beauty contest beautiful so oh Jordan Speed, and one of my favorite pictures of her is like in a swimsuit competition for the Miss Silver Springs in Florida contest. 
Holy um, moly. Wow. But she was also very a very natural beauty. And so I hate to say this, forgive me, mom, but my mom went from being like, really, like if you look at the pictures of her in her 20s and early 30s, uh, like star and very fashionable. And then she kind of drifted in a little bit into frump a dump. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Makeup and everything. So I have like real memories of experimenting with makeup. And when she had a special event, I would do her makeup you know, teenage me just learning. (laughs) Um, And all this. So, but one thing that she did do was um, she also was a physical education teacher. And so she always instilled me to be really proud of my height and to have great posture. And she taught me, she sent me to like some version of charm school and, (laughs) you know, I in love my it. house, we practice walking with the book on your head. Oh, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so people always notice that. So she definitely, yeah. not so much a influence on clothing and makeup, but definitely an influence on your bearing and confidence as a woman. I believe well, that she- is the core of how we do sh- step up and stand out. It has to start from inside. We have to feel that we're worthy, we're relevant, or we have something to say, something to do. It sounds like your mom really instilled that in you. Yeah, and Sharice, I really love what you said earlier about how you didn't start out this confident, you know, person that we see now. You had to fake it till you make it, but you, like you said, also, your mom really helped with that. That's I love that story. I really, really do. And it's sad when we watch our moms. My mom was pretty good with the style. You know, I see pictures of her in the 1940s and the 50s. She remember, I mean, women really styled themselves. It was style. Oh, oh beautiful. Yeah. And had, then remember the airplane outfit? Right. Women would go on airplanes and dress up, wear gloves. Oh, Sorry, I just had to, yeah. Loved it. Okay, go ahead. And what I was gonna say. Go ahead, The train station with my mother, and she's in this, you know, sharp little 1950s, probably early oh. 60s um, suit with heels yeah. and the little train case bag and so on. Oh, yes. That was wonderful. And then, well, my yeah, point we was, and then we see our moms, like my mom is in her 90s now, and I love you, mom. My mom is still alive and doing very well. But her style wow. is definitely sweats and sweatshirts now. So it's come, <laughs> you know, she's definitely, I guess, full circle from when you're really little and you wear, you know, pajamas most of the time. You know, you might as well be comfortable. <laughs> so. I hear that. <laughs> but, you know, Cherise, um, for those listeners, some of the women who are going to listen to our podcast are in our Facebook group, so they know you. But right. for those who don't know you, I think as a Black woman, as a plus-size woman, you know, what has brought me pleasure as a stylist is to just see how you put together outfits that and what I see in you is fashion, but it's also fun, and you've got your own twist. So yes. can you kind of talk about how you've developed that very personal style? 
because can I just yeah. say I love that you're you're not afraid of colorful fashionable patterns yeah. mixing you know it doesn't seem like you're afraid to try anything and it all works with you well the really photos does. she shares with us work <laughs> yeah yes. yes that is yeah. a good point and not yes. to discourage good point. Listening. It, does, it doesn't always always work but i yeah. am willing to try things so yeah when I that's it. And one of the things I think um, is that I consider myself to be a late bloomer. So okay. me too, Sharice. Me too. Probably when I um, going back to when I was in high school in Terre Haute, Indiana, I had moved from Chicago and a big city to a pretty small town, and I went to high school and the fashion icons were the little cheerleaders and um, white women, mainly white girls. And you know what cheerleaders look like. So long blonde hair, teeny tiny, (laughs) and so on. You know, beautiful. I remember the name of one, Lynn Showecker. I always wonder what she turned out to look like. (laughs) What was she like? A porcelain doll with blonde hair down to her, you know, but when she was in high school. And... I didn't fit into that um, in any way as a black woman, um, as a tall woman, as a plus size woman and so on. And I think I figured out pretty quickly to not compete in an arena of beauty standard that was not formed for me. Mm-hmm. And so you got to do something, you know, different girl. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and, so, and you know, so many women don't learn that. Mm-hmm. So good. I love it. And, Keep going. Yeah, so I want to hear more. I looked at, you know, then, and in that town, there weren't a lot of style icons that I could identify with. Yeah. And so when I went to college, it back in Chicago area, it opened okay. up with a whole lot of, um, different aesthetics to look at and I started becoming you know just getting more confidence in a certain way and it's evolved over time and then I think that you know one of my coworkers once asked me she's like how are you so you know so confident and everything and I said you know I think I just decided one day to be beautiful you just decided and I damn I was going to like make that happen <laughs> with trial and error and so on and certainly not the standard of perfection so uh, who were your who are your style icons Sharice? who would you anyone oh, that we might one. know uh celebrities or people um in your former profession in politics were there style icons for you um, I came through in the dress for success era, uh-huh. so I kind of moved, you know, through it was the suits and so on. Um, Me too. I can show you a picture. You'd be surprised how I dress now because I can show yeah. you a picture from my um career in all black, black clothing, oh, yeah. black <laughs> suit, the whole thing with the little gold necklace and big gold earrings. I would, you know. <laughs> It had to come out somewhere. Yeah. And now I just, <laughs> That's right. I and so you know that I use a lot of color. Um, yes. I find color lifts my mood. 
So, yeah, right. Um, you know, that's very important to me. Um, in terms of specific people, I look yeah. more to real world uh, examples. So I like now a lot of the fashion bloggers. Um, so who, name, give us a couple. Um, that are both um, plus size women. And those are, that is um, a grown and curvy is one of the um, ones that I follow. She uses a ton of okay. color and so on. And um, also Alexa Webb, who okay. does a lot. Um, one is a black woman, one's a white woman, and they both have, you know, very interesting style. Yeah. And I think that my um, style input and somebody can like burst my bubble, but I think that I like settled in on the styles that are like women who are around 40. And so I'm stuck there. So I'll try things that are, you know, for women who are younger than I am. And I used to tell people I was ageless, but now I will let everybody know so that if they see my pictures and everything, I dress like this and I'm 62. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> looking good. But you know what, Sharice, I don't think, I think if I had to label an era that I dressed, it would definitely be decades younger as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'd like us to not, not label a decade that we're dressing mm -hmm. in. If it's, if it's working for us, it's we're clearly working for you, mm -hmm. you know, and um, as long as we're not stuck, but we're consciously in our style, I think we don't have to label. Yeah. Do, you, do you agree? agree? Do you know what I'm saying? I, I agree. I take inspiration from yes. um, perhaps younger women sometimes, and sometimes it's older women as well. And then I yes. make it fit for what works for me. Like I'm yeah. not into too short or too tight yeah. and all that. But actually now I actually do more form fitting you than do. I used to. I might be one of the few people who it seems has lost some weight during the pandemic. You um, are. You are. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> that hasn't been my experience. <laughs> um, and you wear Iris Apfel fashions oh. which i find interesting because what is she in her 80s mm -hmm. um but right. boy oh boy you know she's one of my idols too with how she drapes herself in color and because she's not trying to uh -uh. hide why no. no we don't we don't need to hide no we don't need to hide and yeah i love her i love her use of color i like her silhouettes yeah, and so on. She really piles on the jewelry. I she like does. the jewelry. I haven't gone quite as far as Iris, but she really. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> and so on. But um, I yeah, I really, I really do love her style and what she does. So you know, a lot of uh, what I do in teaching my style course and delivering workshops and things like that is I'm trying to get women who are over 50 to not feel like they now is time to blend in and not right. show up. And that's why, Sharice, I love you so much because you are the opposite of that. <laughs> And it's because I feel like you still have a message. You still have something to say, something to do. Yeah. 
So you have work yeah. out there in the world to do. Even if you're quote retired, up. you're really, I don't, <laughs> I feel What's like you're mean? still doing your thing, <laughs> but how would you, what would you say to the women, the 13,000 plus women in our Facebook group to encourage them to not dress, to blend in, even if their body size, and that's kind of their excuse I hear, is not what we, you know, what magazine perfect, whatever that means. It means nothing, really. But that's kind of the excuse that they use. How would, what would you say to them? Um, first of all, I'm going to say that in my case, God didn't make me to blend in. So I'm almost six feet tall. <laughs> I, you know, I wear this big hair and, um, you know, I'm 200 pounds. So I, you, I couldn't blend in if I wanted to. I would, <laughs> right. I would just be grumpy stand out, right? Right, right, <laughs> so right. That's one thing. But I think for other women, um, thinking about, I think that people blend in because it's comfortable. And that standing out can seem um, like a form of vanity or trying to call attention to yourself. Oh, I think you're so spot that on. Is. And yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people don't want to do that. So I would say the other thing, though, the other reasons are that we set unattainable standards for ourselves. So, you know, we're, you asked me about celebrities and models and so yeah. on. A lot of women think, you know, to go out into the world, we have to look like that or it's not yeah. good enough. So I think that that's a mistake. I think that competing with a younger version of yourself. Um, mm -hmm. it's a, that's a good one. People, I hear women wow. saying that all the, you know, all the time, how can I look younger? You know, yeah. that I'm not really personally trying to look younger. I'm trying to look like the best version of myself out there and in my case uh, when I was younger was like I said I'm a late boomer so I don't have to like fight against that younger ideal necessarily that that's what I'm striving for and then I think I was too thirdly that um we want people want to be comfortable and I want to be comfortable too but sometimes comfortable just leads into bland and fading into the woodwork and frankly as you get older we do have changes I am now look a woman who was admittedly vain about her skin and what have you I'm all of a sudden seeing maybe from zoom and um selfies my neck is going Lisa so <laughs> Mine too, yeah, Sharice. Right. I'm with you. So, <laughs> I'm in the neck club yeah, with you. It, does <laughs> take some, it, it takes some work, right, to show up and to show up positively in a way that you're proud of. And I think some women just give up. And uh, I, I would agree. Not to. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think um, you're right. Maybe they're a little bit too relaxed with their, you know, station in life at oh, that right. point. If you know, they don't have to compete in the workplace anymore. So they kind of, it's time for them to relax. But I'm always one to say, I believe firmly we can dress beautifully and comfortably. Stylish, style and comfort can go together. 
and um, I do it every day. I refuse to be uncomfortable anymore. Me yeah. Too. I want to be comfortable and yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, comfortable <laughs> and cute. That's cute. And I posted, a, I posted so, a post yesterday that I thought, I know it was very comfortable, but and I thought it was comfortable and cute, and I was just going to the mailbox, so... <laughs> Hey, Sharice, you're you're echoing a little bit. Can I? I think maybe when you speak a little closer to the microphone, let's try that. It was good at first. Just a little housekeeping. Is that better? Nope. Okay. It was it was fine at first. Okay. That's all right. We'll keep going. Be better. Um, I think something you said about well, two things, and I probably won't remember the second thing after we (laughs) try to get through the first one, but you said about how women give up when and we get a little bit older we give up there was something but I I wanted to say I think we almost need permission that it's okay to still show up do you know what I mean it's almost like like you said we don't want to get too much attention we almost need people like like you Sharice to show up and look so fabulous and so confident to but that's almost permission for someone else to say I hey She's 62. Is that what she mm-hmm. said? 62. She, I, I can, I can do this too. It's okay for me, you know? So I think that's really yeah. important. We almost need a little permission. It might be that... uh, generational too. It'll be interesting to see what our children, will. how they I agree. Um, take on the over 50, you know, process, but I bet it changed. We are harbingers for our we're sort of the, you know, we've broken a lot of molds from our mothers and um, we are the, I'm the generation in denial. I'm actually 67, a little bit older than you, Sharice. Denial. Yeah, we're the denial generation. We, and my husband's even worse. He's about to turn 75 and he's in complete denial. So um <laughs> There's a lot of us um, who just refuse to feel like we're getting older. So um, yeah. it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Right. It's the, ba- you know, the baby boomers are yeah. like a big segment of the population and have broken a lot of those molds of yeah. women just fading away into look at, you know, how our grandmothers looked as opposed to how we pr- look probably. I know. I just have to throw this out. My niece, who is 19, said when when she was in high school, she we just learned about the baby boomers. Aunt Lisa, are you a baby boomer? I'm like, yes, I actually am. Are you? Glad I'm in your history book. I am on the cutoff. I'm on the cutoff. 61. Some some people put that in baby boomers and Mm -hmm. some some don't. So I I call myself. You're on the cusp. Last. I'm one of the last babies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So I just I... read this article that apparently there's that some of us are in some new category they made up that's the very end of the baby boom. So it's like that we weren't yeah. old enough for the Vietnam War and right. all the cool stuff, but we kind of come after that. <laughs> They're always changing these categories. things. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. What were you going to say? Well, um, I, you know, again, talking about women over 50 who really are dressing to kind of blend in and you do tend to feel a little bit invisible. I have that experience um, one, you know, once in a while and uh, it wakes me up definitely uh, when we're ignored or something because of ageism. 
But I, you know, I, I think um, we can also kind of hearken back to the 30s and the 40s when I think women were really outstanding and especially in their style. They were just really showing their strength, uh, probably because of World War II and the responsibilities that women were taking on because all the men were out, you know, fighting the war. And Cherise, I saw your ode to 1938 style in our <laughs> Facebook group. And you were, yeah, that you was and great. A, several women were emulating Joan Bennett. And it was really an incredible uh, illustration of how powerful you guys looked. And how did you come about to, you know, do something like that? Um, I like those kind of opportunities to dupe certain styles because it's just kind of fun. Yeah. And it expresses yeah. my creative <laughs> side. And I also like the sort of, that was 38, but I like the 40s era of style. Yeah. And I think it's classic. So yeah. I think you could easily, obviously, still wear that style today. Yeah. So it was Absolutely. fun to see how everybody, like, interpreted and I looked at it and I've got, I've got all those uh-oh we just lost you Cherise we lost your we lost your your beautiful voice let's am see. I back there okay. you're back yay <laughs> sorry okay <laughs> so right. it, I was saying you know that I noticed that I had all of those pieces yeah and that you know, I could put them together and it was just kind of fun. And I think everybody looked great. Terrific. That was, it started a whole thing with everyone posting their Joan Bennett styles, and, which parenthetically love the dark shadows. Right. <laughs> who knew what, uh, who Joan. Joan Bennett was? And I did look her up, but um, yeah, I, I was in dark it? shadows. I'm like, oh, I know that show. Miss <laughs> Collins. Okay. <laughs> that was great. Well, that was really great. I feel like we could have you on here again, Sharice. You have a lot of great things to share with us, your philosophies. I think a lot of us need to hear it. I, I, I found it very empowering. Me too. So, we find you, you empowering, Sharice, and you're very yeah. inspirational. So, uh, please keep showing up okay. <laughs> and, and uh, sharing yourself. And can I say one last thing? Um, of course. Lisa, when you're coming about, you know, people need permission. Let's yes. all give ourselves permission. Okay, let's, let's do give it. ourselves permission because if you wait for everyone else to affirm you, that may not happen. But if you start showing up, you're going to also see that people are noticing and let and noticing positively, and that will just build on itself. Beautiful, right. in a good Beautifully way. Said. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Cherise. Thank you we so much. This. All right. Well, we'll see you in the group. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Linda and I are having so much fun with you, and we know there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts for you to choose from. And thank you. We appreciate so much that you're spending your time with us. Be sure to check out our show notes because each week we will post links to anything that we mentioned and that we promised you that we would post in the show notes. So those will be there for you. And please 
take a moment and go give us a review. Those reviews help other women to find us and they really help us to better and improve the podcast. Five stars, please. Thanks. Thank you.